Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkun. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week, and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being, or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Wellness road tested. Nicole, did you know that awe is the new gratitude, which was the new mindfulness? Ooh, awe. Not as in O-A-R. As in A-W-E. Tell me more. The New York Times, The Guardian, The Daily Mail and The Sunday Times are all talking about awe walking. But what is it? And can the simple act of walking in nature have a dramatic effect on your mood? Well, here at the Self Care Club, Wellness Road Tested, we are about to try it out. But first, this. Wellness News Flash. Lauren, I've got a great wellness news flash for you this Let's week. Let's hear it. Freezing your eggs has been rebranded as the ultimate form of self-care. In the past few years, the procedure has gotten something of a makeover thanks to a crop of fertility startups marketing it as essential for the everyday liberated woman. Companies such as KindBody and others have transformed egg freezing from a strictly medical procedure that happens in a clinical environment to a boutique experience that not only offers convenience and comfort, but also empowerment. Mm. Now we're talking my language. She is not looking impressed. It all conveys a sense that egg freezing doesn't have to be scary or even a big deal, bringing it under the all-inclusive banner of self-care and wellness, which is what we're all here for. A recent ad campaign from New York City-based fertility clinic Extend Fertility compared saving for the procedure to budgeting for manicures or acai bowls, which I thought was a bit strange because who, well, who saves How for acai bowls? How much is an acai bowl? <laughs> bowl. What's an acai bowl? <laughs> is it so, food? I don't know what an acai ball is, but that's uh, yes, it's food. It's like a it's like a it's like a bowl of yumminess. Well, how expensive is that that you need to save Probably up? Probably about for it. as expensive as a manicure, I would imagine. Oh, right. While Kind Body has called on women to own the future by freezing their eggs, Silicon Valley companies such as Facebook and Google now offer egg freezing as an employee benefit. Part of its appeal is about the promise of more time, more time to find a partner, advance professionally, and make more money, or to generally find yourself in a better personal, financial, or medical situation to consider motherhood. There are people as young as 25 freezing their eggs. The whole landscape has now shifted. Egg freezing has been referred to as a new wave of feminism or a mantra for the independent woman. 
What do you think? Firstly, that's a brilliant wellness newsflash. <sighs> that's the first thing. Right. And secondly, I have so much to say right. on this. Let but- me break it down a little bit because I know in your head you feel like, yeah, this is so empowering. We don't need men and the sperm and get a boyfriend. We can just freeze our eggs and have a baby anytime. Right. No, no, no. But, uh, but. Right. Before we break it yeah. down further, yeah. I do believe we need men. I do believe men are very important to society and I do believe you do need sperm. So no, yes, it's empowering, not in a way that we can just rid ourselves of men. Not at all. Okay. One, egg freezing is a little bit scary. It is extremely invasive. It involves lots of injections, lots of hormones being put into your body and the retrieval of the eggs, which is very invasive. So let's not brush this aside as some sort of like pedicure outing. It ain't that. And I do know women who've done this in my job. I I see it. And I do also have friends who have done it. Secondly, Google and Facebook and these other companies who are encouraging young girls to freeze their eggs because they don't want them to take the time off to have a family will fuck them. Do you? Is basically <laughs> See, how I, I feel don't read, about I it. I don't read it like that. But, that, but that, that, that's the truth of it. No, that's your truth. No, of it. that's the truth of it. No, the truth of it is perhaps, perhaps women don't have to have this pressure that sits on them when they start hitting their thirties, their late thirties, early forties, and they still haven't had children. That's separate. They've got to find a man. They've got to have a baby. Yeah, but this takes the pressure that, off. But, that's why they're saying. But Facebook part of the liberated woman. Facebook and Google don't give a fuck if you're missing your fertility window. What they don't want is this great 33-year-old who's doing really well in their company to then take two years off and have a baby and then take another two years off when she has her second baby. They don't give a shit. There is a separate issue of women in their late 30s who have not met someone who really want to become mothers who do have this opportunity to freeze their eggs and then delay the process of perhaps being infertile later on. That, to me, is separate from the corporate offering. But the corporate part was only a very small part yes, of it. Yes, I object to that. Fine. Okay. For reasons I've that, just That you've just stated. But going back to my point of, I think it can liberate a woman knowing that she's had this done, that she doesn't have to have that stress and pressure and worry at the back of her mind that she's got to meet her mate or she's got to have children by a certain date. This does give her much more freedom For in sure. her mind. Yes. Therefore, when she walks into relationships or she walks into jobs or she walks into any part of her life during her 20s, 30s and 40s, there's freedom there without yes. the, the panic of having to be doing a certain thing because her fertility window has closed. That's great. That's I'm the bit I love about for that. It. I'm all for that. And I have had clients who have done exactly that in their late 30s and then have said, whilst pregnant with their baby, yeah. now I feel like I'm going to have my baby in a few months and then should I meet someone in the next five to ten yes. years, I don't have to ask them on the third date, oh, by the way, do you want a baby? Because I really want a baby and I'm really nearly 40. I can just <laughs> be a mum. And if someone comes along, great. And if they don't, I'm a mum. But that pressure has now been taken off my shoulders. Exactly that. So yeah, that's great. But I don't like it being wrapped up and packaged as some sort of facial spa day because it ain't that. Should we get on with today's show? Let's. Awe is perhaps a misunderstood emotion. One of the criticisms regularly aimed at millennials is that they're prone to finding everything from pumpkin spice lattes to Miley Cyrus's new mullet haircut. (laughs) Awesome! (laughs) But the latest clinical research suggests that such an awe-filled attitude might be socially beneficial. Last week, scientists revealed that a short 
or walk, A-W-E, where you make a conscious effort to look for things to be amazed by, taken for just 15 minutes once a week can combat negative emotions and help to maintain a healthy mind. Feelings of awe increase positive emotions like compassion and gratitude, reduce self-focus and promote social connection. A study was done with two groups of older adults who took a weekly 15-minute walk for eight weeks and reported increased positive emotions like compassion and gratitude and less distress in their daily lives. So one group was instructed to try and go somewhere new, try and appreciate the world around you. And although the control group didn't receive that instruction, the members of the group took similar kinds of walks to those in the or group. Mm. Now, on the walks, both groups were asked to take selfies at the beginning, the middle and the end of the walk. And then they analysed the photos and it revealed that the or group increasingly made themselves smaller in the photos over the course How of the study. Yeah, so the landscape yes, became, became more important. Bigger, they yeah. became smaller. And their smiles grew. Aww. So the conclusion was this very simple intervention, just a reminder to occasionally shift our energy and attention outwards instead of inwards can lead to significant improvements in emotional well-being. This is not about shrinking our self-esteem by making ourselves feel smaller. When it comes to awe, a smaller self is a good thing because it's the ego and neuroses that shrink rather than a person's sense of self-worth. Our problems can seem big and overwhelming and awe shifts our attention Outward, when we feel awe, we feel small in the relation to the rest of the universe, but we feel more connected to the world around us and the people in the world. So what are the physical benefits of awe walking? There are actually quite a lot. So it boosts your immunity. When we breathe in fresh air, we breathe in phytoncides, airborne organic compounds. It's an airborne organic compound (laughs) that trees and plants release to protect themselves from insects. And it's very health boosting to us. It improves your memory. Like, that'd be a good mm, That'd thing. be great. That'd be good. And your attention span. Being exposed to nature and walking in greenery in any season improves attention and short-term memory by 20%. That's a lot. It is a lot. Because if I could walk into a room and remember where I'm in there... <laughs> or go up the stairs and remember why you went up the stairs. That would be really, really handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While there are no improvements shown after walking down city streets, walking through nature gives a break from the emotional and social situations that require problem solving. This is brilliant. I'll just give up my job as a coach and just tell everyone to go all walking. Go walking. Yeah. Yeah. All walking actually reduces your risk of diabetes and heart disease in middle age. Middle-aged people who walk the most steps per day over an average of nine years have 43% lower risk of type 2 diabetes and 31% lower risk of high blood pressure compared to those who took few steps. People living closer to nature also had reduced blood pressure and heart rate and stress. Are we considered middle-aged? I would say probably yes, ish. What, what Verging is, on it. What is the actual? What is the number of middle age? It used to be forty-five, Fif- didn't it? Because then you let live to like eighty, ninety. But now maybe it's fifty. I'm feeling quite middle aged recently. Maybe we should do a show on middle age. I think we do do a show on middle age. <laughs> this is the show. <laughs> As for emotional benefits, a 20-minute stroll in a place that makes you feel in contact with nature is enough to significantly lower your stress hormone levels, according to a study published in 2019 by psychologists at the University of Michigan. So potent and measurable were the effects that the team suggested that medical professionals prescribe nature pills to combat stress. I'd be a little bit annoyed if I turned up to my GP with acute stress and they said, take a nature pill. It's an imaginary pill. Well... Go for a walk. Yeah. If they said go for a walk. But I, it, it, well, this stuff is powerful. 
It relaxes your brain. There you go. Relentlessly depressing news bulletins, worries about work and family can mean your brain rarely gets a break. When you step into greenery, your mind automatically stops circling endlessly around the same problems and looking at plants and trees and fractal patterns. Fractal patterns are the patterns on leaves, the way petals grow, how branches spread. It has an immediate stress-busting effect. So how do we do an ore walk? Right. So ore can be found in any environment, but... I love it. It's now a thing. Or It's a thing. It's a thing. Thing, right? It's most likely to occur in places that have two key features, vastness and novelty. Hmm. So it could be a natural setting. <laughs> I like don't know why that makes me feel naughty. I don't know. It's not nothing naughty about it. It could be like a forest or the top of a skyscraper. So you're also more likely to feel awe in a new place where things are unfamiliar. But wherever you are, the key is to be in the right frame of mind, turning your ordinary walk into a series of awe-inspiring moments. Isn't that the whole point, though, that it gets you into the right frame of mind? Well, I think you have to be in the right frame of mind before you start. But this... Um, And top tip number one, turn off your phone or leave your phone at home. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) When you're walking, try to approach what you see with fresh eyes and then follow these steps. Number one, take a deep breath in and count to six as you inhale and six as you exhale. Feel the air moving through your body. Number two, feel your feet on the ground and listen to the sounds around you. Number three, shift your awareness to what you can see around you. Number four, take another deep breath and inhale and exhale for six. And number five, continue your walk, open your attention, bringing attention back to your breath from time to time and really take time to notice the sights, the smells, the noises and everything that is around you. As you move through your day, keep your eyes peeled for opportunities for moments that inspire or it could just be listening to music. Some places to inspire or in natural settings are mountain views, a trail lined with tall trees, anywhere near water, a clear night or anywhere where you can see a sunset or a sunrise. And with the weather on the turn and many of us living in cities, some ideas for urban settings are the view from the top of a tall building, a historic monument, a zoo, a museum or an art gallery. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Although I wouldn't find it overly relaxing at a zoo. Don't like zoos. Okay. But that's a side note. Should we get on with how we found the practice? Please. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. 
Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. This week we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. I used it the other day to plan all our social content for the next three months. It's made what's usually a really long, daunting task super quick, simple and streamlined, leaving us with more time and energy to focus on what truly matters, which is bringing self-care to the listeners and less stress for us. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play and the Notion AI turns that knowledge into action. It can answer any question in seconds, summarise your meeting notes and keeps you completely organised. If you can think it, you can make it. It's become an integral part of our podcasting toolkit and we're calling it self-care. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. Do you want me to go first? I would love you to go first. Well, firstly, it was pouring all week. No. Yes. Well, no, not all week. The all weekend. They were, horrendous. There were there, there were a couple of nice days. There were glimmers yes. of moments of dryness. The weekend was a shocker. The week was a shocker. Mm. <laughs> so can you tell how this is gonna go? I, I mean, <laughs> you're not even telling me how you felt going into this. Oh. If you had any preconceptions Look, I wa- about I, all walking. I walk a lot. Yeah. So and but I walk Do you all walk? I walk through woods. Yeah. I'm lucky that I have a lot of wooded area around where I live. So, and especially through lockdown, I discovered, like many people did, a lot of beautiful walks. So I do walk a lot and I love, love, love my walking. Mm. So the all walking didn't feel like much of a stretch. But when you do your normal walk, mm. what are you doing? You're like chatting, you're checking your emails. No, what, what do you I'm, do? I listen to a podcast. Okay, um, and I walk. It's really time for me. I don't chat on the phone. Okay, because it's my time. Mm. So I'm quite strict about that. What okay. about you? Well, I walk every day. I have to because You've I have dog Barker, yeah. the Springer Spaniel. He's eleven. So I've been walking every day, pretty much every day for eleven years. Yeah, um, and I also live opposite woods, so I, I walk in nature a lot. Yeah, I do like a walk and a talk. Yeah, well, so that's okay. With a friend. Yeah, me too. Like in person. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I do use my walk to also multitask other things. Like? Oh God, like rebuying bits of school uniform, editing the Ocado shop, for example. When you're walking? Yeah. Oh no, that's just wrong. <laughs> I think it's very time efficient. Sorry, that was really judgmental. Judgy McJudgy. I know, it's really judgmental. No, but because I tell you why, because my walking is for me. Mm. And it's time out the house and I'm on my own. And I do go for a walk with a friend every now and then, but I do really enjoy my time on my own walking. And if I was just doing it whilst doing the Ocado shop, I would feel really robbed. 
Mm. I feel like it's a lot of birds with one stone sometimes. What does that mean? It means like I can I can look at my to do list and I can tick loads of things off before I've even got back to the house. So I feel like I've really used the time efficiently. Yeah, but you've missed out on the walk. No, I don't do that every day. Yeah, but sometimes. Well, interesting. Yeah. So you weren't feeling this was much of a no, stretch for really, you. Not All really. Right. Well, let, let's hear how you got on. Okay. Just came back from my all walk. It was divine, gorgeous, feel centered, um, happy, calm. Although I thought, I think I've cheated. Full disclosure. Uh, yes, I, okay, I cheated. I cheated, I cheated, I cheated. Yes, I know, Lauren, I'm not supposed to cheat. Here's how I cheated. I put on a walking meditation whilst I was doing my all walk. And my God, it got me in the zone and it just got me into my body and reminding me what my body can do and telling me, reminding me to look around and see the beauty. And at one point, I walked past a mother and a toddler and it was just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It was like I was on bloody drugs and I was grinning at them. They must have thought, who's that lunatic and crossed the road? No, they didn't cross the road. But I just thought, what a beautiful thing, a mother and a child. And honestly, it, it really did get me in touch with, with some very basic miracles that live around us that we completely miss and take for granted, which is why I love practices like this. Yes, I cheated, but I still did it. And the results were... Or inspiring. I don't think you cheated. I think you gave yourself a little helping hand. I think that's amazing. Oh, good. <laughs> I was going to get told Why? off. I was going to get told I off. I think that's like the ultimate, a walking meditation, like to like take you out well, of your Well, I, I guess I just, I guess I just interpreted it as, you know, be on your own, don't listen to it, don't have any distractions apart from being very present and being what's around you. But it was beautiful. And yeah. Seriously, seeing this, it really worked. this mother and child, yeah. I just thought, God, that's the most precious thing in the world. And then I sort of really laughed at myself, like, chill out, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard my recordings yet. <laughs> but it was very magical. Yeah. And I really, really, really loved it. And I came back on an absolute high. Then yeah. the weather did pissed down a week. I mean, Lauren and I seem to be confused about that, but it did. And here's my next recording. It has not stopped raining all week. I mean, not let up. So I'll admit my practice of all walking has been pretty limited. The one stroke, two stroke, not really. It was really more one. It was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. I can't go, perhaps I'm, obviously I'm supposed to go in this rain, but I'm not. So I'm, I'm putting my white flag up, is it a white flag for surrender? And saying that all walking in the rain, nished for me, so they say, nished for me. Nished get for you. No good. No good. Nished get. I'm not walking in the rain. You're only supposed to do one all walk a week, so you did your practice. One 15-minute all walk a week. See, I don't understand that. I don't understand how one 15-minute walk is supposed to sort out all of your mental and emotional well-being. I, that, that is a bit of a stretch. I think it's something you would probably, even if it, if it was just 15 minutes, my guess is of how my mind works and how, you know, coaching women and seeing how what women struggle with, what I see through my practice... It would have to be every day for 15 minutes in order to get the full benefit, not once a week. The thing about that study was it was done with when they said older people 
they didn't say old people, but it was actually done with old people. But even when you're 80, you can still manage a 15 minute walk a day. So I would agree with you, but I think it's less about the moving your body and more about on that particular or walk, just really going there in your mind, really de-stressing yourself. So I had a really stressful week yeah. for one reason yeah. or another. Just, you know, when life just throws I, I do. small grenades at you. Yes. So, so it was doing that very beautifully all week. And I did feel quite anxious and quite highly stressed. Yeah. When I did that walk, I felt great. Yeah. And then yesterday, actually, after I made that recording, it did let up and I did go for yeah. a short half an hour walk. That is quite short for me. Yeah. And I came back and I felt so much better mm. and I loved it and I can absolutely see the power in it. And there was joy. And I, listen, this is something I do anyway. Maybe I don't go with the intention of awe. And that brought a very lovely dimension to it. But due to the week I'd had, the the walk that I'd had four or five days earlier than that, yeah. where I saw the mother and the toddler, that wasn't going to support me through the rest of the week. It was great and I felt fantastic mm. for the next couple of hours. Yeah. But there's no way it would have supported me through my stress and anxiety for the rest of the week. For another six there's days. There's no way. Yeah. But, so I think that there's something a bit flawed in that study, but the all walking itself is it's beautiful. But when you came back... Because, well, you're here in my recordings, but when you came back from your walk, did you feel that the stuff that you were dealing with on that day was a little bit less heightened in your mind or made a little bit smaller because you had kind of extended yourself out yes. into nature? Yes, right. and that's why I forced myself to go for the walk yesterday because yeah. I was very anxious yeah. and I was sort of just putting out fires everywhere and I knew that I needed to get out. Yeah. But that's something I do anyway. Yeah. That would be my so, first port of call anyhow. So okay. I guess what it's just doing is reminding me that, yeah. That you do the, it for a good reason. Yeah, this is a lovely practice in yeah. your life that shall remain. Yeah. So come on, let's hear your recordings. Let's hear how you got on. I think you might think I've lost the plot a little bit. A bit scared to play them to you. Are you? A little bit. I've actually like named them with different names. What's, what's the first well, one? Normally like I Celia. do like or one or two. Yeah, that's what I do. No, what, but I've got done, Emma, like, mine have actually Jane. Got, no, no, like this one's called Conkers. Here I am, or walk day one in my local woods. Currently watching Barker have a poo. That's nice. Not that or inspiring. Uh, I'm headed towards a really nice part of the woods I know where there are some big oak trees and conkers. I know we're slightly past conker season, but the leaves should be a turn in. So I'm hoping that'll provide some uh, some awe. Then I got a little bit thoughtful, Nicole, as mm. I carried on in my walk. Musings on my awe walk. One, question for Nicole. When strangers pass you by on your walk, do you say, morning, good morning? Or do you just <laughs> ignore them because you're born and bred in London? <laughs> I say morning in a very chirpy way, but uh wondered if you do. Second musing is, sorry about the panting, I'm walking uphill. Oh, bark a squirrel, look. Um... <laughs> I have got a very deep-rooted pathological fear of being lost. Stems from a rotor, school rotor issue from when I was seven. And the woman who was doing the rotor dropped me on the wrong street on a foggy morning. And I was lost. So now I hate being lost. So I 
and walking in the woods, but in the route that I've taken for the last 13 years. And I'm wondering if that is a bit cheating because can you inspire awe down a well-trodden route? I mean, maybe that is a metaphor for life. Got a bit existential, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> yes, is the answer. To which? The, the second one. So I think that's the whole point of this practice and the whole point of awe, because I know they said in the study that they encourage people to go to a place that they don't ordinarily go. Yes. But I think this is about finding awe in the ordinary. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. Oh, why? No, because I felt a bit like I was cheating. But that's the whole point, isn't it? That we need to find awe wherever we are. And I can't just always like trek to a, an art gallery or a zoo just to find awe. We need mm. to find awe right in this moment, right here, right now. Do you say good morning to people who pass when you're I walking? don't say it in the tone that you said, like, good morning! Good like, morning! as if I've got like, my barber smoking jacket oh, but on. But if you've got a dog with you, I think maybe it's a I do say, I, I do say good morning. Okay. No, I do. Okay. Only, but only, yeah. weirdly, yeah. <laughs> take this how you will, yeah. in the woods. Yeah, totally. <laughs> What's that about? It's a separate kind of... I wouldn't of... do it down Oxford Street. God, no. You'd think or on pe- the tube. Yeah, people think... You're weird, you're, eh? They, you're going to mug them or something. No, no. It's a wood experience. And if you're a dog owner, it's a dog experience. Well, I'm not a dog owner. Not yet. Not yet. But often you will know the dog's name and the dog's bowel movements and the dog's medical issues, but you won't even know the owner's name. Brilliant. But you'll still say morning. Love that. Yeah. Morning. Do so you have a barber jacket? I don't have a barber jacket. You, that tone really matched it. Yeah, it does. No, I don't. I have like an anorak from Zara. Um, it, it, so so that was... An that, anorak. You know what I mean. A waterproof. <laughs> Do you really seriously own an anorak? You don't. What do you mean by anorak? What do you mean by anorak? I mean a waterproof coat with a hood. Right. I would call that an anorak. I I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, you're a very stylish woman. Just don't call it that again. Can I say a cagoule? (laughs) Just just, just don't say anything. Don't even make reference to it. Okay, then I... So that was my first door walk. And then I did another one. It wasn't raining, so I don't know why, because we only live like two miles away from each other. But I didn't experience the rain, but it did get a little meta at this point. What does meta mean? Listen. I'm having a little splash through splash. a stream that's been created because of all the rain. I mean, it's a bit of a Peppa Pig moment. <laughs> if you know Peppa Pig, you'll know what I mean. I'm all by myself. Feel a bit like I'm losing the plot today, to be honest. Uh, but I'm thinking about the fact that this tiny little rivulets of water all run into a bigger stream that runs into a river that runs into an ocean. We're just the drops. <laughs> We're insignificant. God, I told you I was having an existential moment this afternoon. <sighs> But I'm hoping by the time I get back, I'll feel a little bit calmer and better. What's amazing is that it's doing exactly what it's meant to do, which is connect you back to the earth and connect you to something bigger than yourself and get you out of your head and out of your problems or struggles. Which it did. That is amazing. I know. Piss taking aside, I mean, it actually did. I'm not actually taking... No, no, I know, I took the but... piss out of the anorak. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were all tiny insignificant drops of water in a big ocean, but... Well, we're just all connected to something far bigger than ourselves. And that was kind of the point of it, wasn't it? That you do feel like your minuscule stuff in the scheme of the universe is minuscule stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it passes. Yeah. Just like... 
the drops in the what was it? Not a lake. You weren't at a lake. It was like stream. The stream that I was they in. just pass and they go on to something bigger. Wow. So How this profound. <laughs> I know. This all reminded me <laughs> of you're just not gonna know what I'm talking about. Do you know who Claire Balding is? No. Okay. She's she the sports presenter. Yeah. Blonde lady. Yes. Yes. She used to do horses. She's like a sort of tall, sandy toxic. Less I know funny. exactly who you okay, mean. Okay, I'm so happy. Okay. She has a show on Radio 4. See, now I feel like we're going back to when I talked about Gardener's Question Time and you yeah. were like... I, I, and I'm feeling okay. like... Again. Okay, so Claire Balding yeah. presents a show on Radio 4 called Ramblings. Right. And it is her... Would you like to go on this show, Laura? Oh my God, <laughs> I'd love it. But anyway... She presents this show where she goes on a ramble around the UK to various incredible places. And while she's rambling, she rambles, it's a great pun, with a person who she's interviewing. So, like, We've got to get you on the show. So a very recent one was with a criminologist. So she was walking in the South Downs or some amazing place with him and she was interviewing him about all the grisly stuff that he does. So I began to feel... Very much like Claire Balding. And then then I like then I made a recording for you. Can you hear it? <laughs> for me or for Claire? <laughs> well, more for you. And here we are, Barker, in what is one of definitely your favourite spots, Darlin's Lake Nature Reserve. Map coordinates for anyone who wants to follow our walk. Sorry, I don't know them because I didn't do my Duke of Edinburgh bronze. Uh, Barker, I know this is one of your favourite places. You really enjoy the lake, the wildlife, the ducks, indeed chasing the ducks. It's a slightly damp but mild autumn afternoon. We've got wellies on. We're splashing through the puddles that have been created by the rainfall. Indeed, over a month's rainfall we've had over the weekend. And it would be wonderful if you could talk to me about some of your favoured paths. But sadly, you're a Spaniel and you don't speak English. So uh, it's just me talking to myself like a lunatic in the woods. There you go, Nicole. There's my Claire Balding ramblings impression for you. Nicole is just too cool to ever listen to Radio 4 ramblings, but that is a little a little taster of what the show's like. I mean... Are you all right, Lauren? I, I don't know what's gone on I with you know. this week. <laughs> I don't know if this has been a good experience, I, a weird experience. I don't know if we need to take you to speak to someone. <laughs> what's going on? I just... <laughs> I was so on my own, like quite a long time in the woods. And I just really channeled Claire Balding. I was actually listening to ramblings while I was walking. And then I just thought, oh my God, this is so ramblings. But I'm not allowed to play clippets of it because, you know, trademark, copyright, BBC rights. So I just had to like do my own impression for you. Thank you. (laughs) I think we'll just leave that there. Okay. Maybe listen, listen to it and then I, you'll know I, it was really good. I appreciate the effort Thanks. in which you have gone to. I mean, mainly amusing myself, but did I feel better when I got home? Yeah. Yeah. So well, let's summarise. Okay, let's. How, what worked for you? Uh, the walking worked. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, just looking around and the meditation worked and just being present really yeah. worked. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same, same and same. And there's so much beauty around. Yeah. And it's a nice time of year. It's, 
it really is a beautiful time of yeah. year. Yeah, I agree. What didn't work? Only I had slight guilt that I didn't go somewhere like brand new. But you've said that's OK. So now I feel OK about it. I think it's really important that if someone wants to try this at home mm. and they want to bring this practice into their life, they we generally we don't have time to start trekking off to an art gallery. We don't. And we can mm. just get to find magic wherever we are. I think that's the most important part of this practice. It's mm. like... It's like saying I can only be grateful when I'm doing something that I love, but that's not the point of gratitude. Gratitude is feeling grateful with whatever you're experiencing. True that. Oh, Anything go. that didn't work for you? Yeah, the rain. Didn't the work. rain. The rain really no. didn't work for me. What, what did you learn? I didn't really learn much because this is not a practice outside of, you know, outside of my comfort zone. It, it just, what did I learn? I I mean, I love walking. I knew that before. It's a nice mm. reminder. Um, yeah. And you? I sort of not learnt, but also reminded myself yeah. that when you are quite a cynical person like me, it's good to keep some awe and wonder in your life. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, I did learn something. Yeah. I learned you do a cracking Claire Baldwin impression. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, that made me so happy. Do you do you know anything about yourself that you didn't know before? No. 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 No, me neither. Um, will you recommend it to your clients? Defo. Yeah, defo. For sure. But I wouldn't recommend, I don't think one 15 minute walk a week is enough. No, it's not. If you want to improve your well-being, I don't think that's enough. No. Daily. Daily. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And if someone can't prioritise 15 minutes, then they need to prioritise an hour. <gasps> Love it. Yeah, there you go. Will you continue to use it? Well, I mean, as long as I still have a spaniel to walk, I'll continue to use it. When I no longer have a spaniel, I'll cry for a few months and then there'll be another spaniel and I'll walk that one. Okay, so, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel like you will. Of course I will. Of course I will. Is it coming in the club? Would we have like a little walking club? I, you know what I'd like to bring in the club? Bring in awe yeah. in itself. Yeah. I don't think we need to do all walking because I think you can find awe anywhere. It's hard to find awe in a club, but we'd manage. Well, in our club. Well, maybe we could have like they do at nursery a nature table. You know, every season they have a nature table and they put like conkers and acorns on the autumn one. and Or just daffodils. get everyone really drunk and they could just be in all that way. <laughs> That's not the same thing, Nicole. <laughs> get them drunk on kombucha. Would that do it? Maybe. Then they could be in all. Mm-hmm. What's coming up on next week's show, Lauren? Oi vey. She's really, really oh, happy about it. God. Nicole has manhandled, coerced, bullied and forced me <laughs> into... A three-day juice cleanse. Yeah. We've started today, haven't we? We've started will, this morning. I will say, because yeah. I won't mention this next week, she has mm. not stopped fucking moaning. <laughs> or weeing. <laughs> or weeing. She's not stopped moaning. And then she said something to me just before we pressed record. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what was it you said? Something about, I just can't take this amount of liquid. It's like, the volume, the sheer volume. The volume. Anyway, I don't want to spoil next week's episode if she'd already said that to me four times we'd only been together an hour it's the sheer volume of liquid (laughs) nicole (laughs) so that's next week's show listen go if you like this podcast please go and subscribe please write a review leave a comment it really really does help us to keep bringing the self-care club to you and don't forget to check us out on socials we are on instagram at self-care club pod and on twitter 
Oh, we are on Twitter. We are. Thank you for listening. Stay well, stay safe. And we will be back next week with another episode of Self Care Club Wellness Road Tested. Bye. podcast explores how to feel happier more confident and empowered in your motherhood even in our world of pressure judgment and comparison i'm your host zoe blasky and every week i speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence listen wherever you get your podcasts just search motherkind kind